we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 17th, 2020. This next report is entitled, This is Not for Summer Camp, and it's kind of a play on words because it's from Marfugel, and they always are real flowery kind of in the way they word things, but you'll see what this is talking about here in a sec. If you guys want to protect yourself against an EMP or a CME, when we talk about natural disasters, a lot of people leave this out. If you're newer to the show, EMP Shield actually has worked with DOD, uh, the Homeland Security, and is now part of the Demso team, uh, actually helping to protect the Texas grid. So again, you can go to marfuglenews.com slash EMP. A commission of that goes to help the show. And it looks like we have... I, I wanted to play that, you know, for you so you're aware that that product exists. Roy, up first. Roy, you are live on Marfugal TV. Thank you so much. And again, I have nothing to do with that either. I, I don't have any skin in the game. I'm, I'm, I don't have anything to do with that advertisement. Hey, brother man. Good to talk to you again, sir. And I am also here with my son, Roy Jr., who oh. I affectionately call Boo. <clears throat> well, Roy and Roy Jr., you guys haven't called in ever before uh, together. You, I know you guys have called separate, and you guys sound alike, so cool to have you both. So uh, what did you Thanks. want to talk about tonight, Roy? Well, I want to talk about the DOD Army document FM3-39.40, the uh, internment and resettlement operations for the Army. And there's a story that goes behind this. My son, Samuel, who is my second oldest, he was in a sniper, um, what do they call that, uh, reconnaissance platoon over in Afghanistan. And I had heard about this document, so when he called me, you know, just to check in, because we were obviously worried about him, and I said, can you look this up on the Army servers and actually pull it off the servers? Well, you had to be a captain or higher, and he had a, a buddy that, you know, after six months of sitting on the front lines up on a mountain with, agreed to download it. And he's like, you know, Sam, this is pretty random. Why would you want this? And he said, because it actually talks about U.S. citizens, and it does use the term re-education camp. So I just want to go over a few high points of this. So are we mind. not supposed to have this, though? Well, it's been leaked now. Um but you actually had to have a top secret back then to get it. And he only, uh, my son only had a secret clearance. So he had to have this officer pull it off the Army server for him. And I can actually give you guys a copy of the one that came off the Army server. So um, the document is, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. So can you, uh, okay. is there a page that uh, just. Yeah. Yeah, let me give you a couple, just a quick rundown. It's 325 pages long. It's signed by Joyce Morrow, uh, admin assistant to the Secretary of the Army. Um, now, page 38 clearly states this is for U.S. citizens, and page 146 talks about identification by Social Security numbers, fingerprints, and photos. Um, the document is, is it has three main components, the DOD, FEMA and United Nations. Um, and uh, it talks about, like on page 56 and 281, the psychological operations, how they're supposed to um, identify the dissidents and, you know, the patriots and things like that. Uh, and page 238 talks about using 
deadly force on escape attempts. Um, or I'm sorry, that's 238. 244 calls for snipers to scan the crowd and terminate agitators. Um, 260 talks about um, this is the section that has the interrogation tribunals and mortuary facilities. In it. There's multiple barbed wires, 24 guard towers. Uh, so Whoa. it's clearly not for, not for just, uh, and it states it's a re-education camp. So it's not just a, a you know, like they say, uh, a friendly place to go and get something to eat. These are, this is serious. And since 2000, this document came out in 2010 under the Obama administration, and since then the Army has been advertising for um, internment and resettlement operators. And, um, uh, and it predates the NDAA of 2012, which is, you know, you can be arrested and held without charge or without trial indefinitely. Have you ever heard of this before? Well, so I've never seen huh? this actual document. No, no. Um, now, I've, okay. I've basically heard exactly what you're saying, but just never had documentation to it. Yeah. So, and the, he's showing the document, like the actual document, on a split screen online. The copy I have. It says that came destroyed. Right off the Army servers, I, I just really. Uh, Hello. I just really want to say, uh, I man, I this is kind of f scary. Uh, it it is. It it has been leaked out on the internet, so um, you know that doesn't you can, mean it's. Uh, uh, I gave, but uh, yeah, it says right. It yeah, says no, this is an actual. But this is this this is the place where our country has actually come to, Adam, and you know, like like we discussed last time something's coming something very serious and you know you do an awesome job god has obviously put you in that place um to to warn people and i i just don't think people this should be a wake-up call to some of the fugal fam to uh show them what a precarious place this nation really is at right now my son boo wanted to talk about um something to that um go ahead hey so I just wanted to bring up, uh, I heard deal about how roundabouts now, if they bring in the UN, will be at checkpoints. And if you notice, all roundabouts are at major crossroad or entrances into the city. Yeah, we've just started getting them here in Montana. And it is, it's at like the main, you know, the main thoroughfares of the city. Or entry points of the city. Right. I'm trying to think of like my cities here, um, and we, well, are you talking about the circles where you kind of have to go? I mean, the the right. You have to slow down and go around. See that way, you can't just blow through it. Right. And one other thing too, in the center of them, they always put. It, it's kind of like a big tank. Um, I think they put them in there supposedly to hold water, but it could be very easily made into a bunker. Yeah. I, I so here here's the one thing that, that I, as far as that goes, right? The um, how they bought all the bulletproof glass and then the foldable checkpoints. They're basically like pre-manufactured checkpoints 
their walls with plexiglass, how they're described in the order, in, in how much money they spent. This was the same time that uh, Homeland Security picked up all that those bullets. Homeland Security picked up, get this, do you guys remember this? They picked up enough bullets, it was yeah. like 1.7 billion bullets or whatever. It was enough bullets uh, that... Basically, they used less bullets in 20 years of conflict in uh, the Middle E wars. So they bought more than right. that, what you would use during a 20-year war. So it let's talk about those roundabouts a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> I've noticed that I don't go down to Charlotte that much. Uh, I live, I don't know, probably about, oh, I don't know, depending on where I'm going in Charlotte, anywhere from... 50 minutes 55 minutes to you know depends where which you know maybe an hour and a half if, if i'm going to like the farthest side of the city um i have noticed that those roundabouts are are on a lot especially the uh i think it's the 45 um there's a loop around charlotte and those exits that get off the 45 and feed into charlotte They've got those roundabouts, and um, they're exasperating. I, I I always knew that when I saw them, I'm like, this is some type of big brother type of thing that they're putting in on purpose by design, and now it makes total sense. You can set up bunkers in the middle. You're forced to slow down. Uh, it's the perfect place to do the checkpoints. They've got them right off the exits, and I can, I can attest to this. They've got them in Charlotte. And I mean, and I'm talking, they've got them on exits where, like, there's hardly anything at all. Like, you know, you, you, you get off and there's, like, not that much going on the exit. But they've got a roundabout there. So, again, that's just doing all the stuff in plain sight. And, and I, I don't think I've ever brought that up before, but that is a good point that they're talking about there. Just one foul purchase for what? That's what really freaks me out, and I, I think a lot of people are kind of freaked out about that. Most people, they when they you talk about that, they go, "Oh, he's a nutto. He's a you know tinfoil hat." If you see what we've been reading over the last few years, you guys get it. Uh, I guess Roy's Roy Junior. Roy, Roy Senior. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand that. Absolutely, and and I I I think you know th this document should open a lot of people's eyes. Oh, 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 man, I almost forgot about that. Um, the same son, after he got out of the Army, he was required to do three years in the, uh, oh, what is it, Army National Guard. And they had a huge training exercise, and this was in 2015. They brought all this, the ones from Montana, and they had them go to Idaho. And they gave everyone in his, all of the people there, they handed each one of them a survey that asked them if they would obey orders from a superior officer yep. to um, U.S. citizens and to dis and would they be willing to confiscate weapons. To shoot U.S. citizens. He's got his fans trained so much that they can't say any controversial word. So understand, if you listen to Marfugel, they're never going to say like any kind of controversial word. And again, this is what is so maddening about YouTube type of thing now i hear a lot of people using those words up on youtube so you know i guess it depends what website you go to and he said his platoon absolutely refused to do it but i mean you know th this is the place where we're at um 
I'd like to uh, just so one more thing. What um, he's saying, though, is completely 100% true about the survey that says if you were ordered to take, uh, there was uh, the one that we heard about and directly from soldiers, uh, there was tests, though. Some people say that there were tests all the way back to uh, prior days that it was a test that, to basically ask you if you were asked to take weapons away from Americans, uh, would you comply or would you resist that order? And a, a lot of people didn't do it. So that's where a lot of I, the people I've heard that say, oh, no, we'll be fine if something like that happens because our guys won't follow those orders. Uh, didn't, did you ever hear about the results of those surveys? Like how many people said yes? Um, he said he said uh, he that 90% of his, yeah, just period refused. I don't know. I do know I talked to a soldier out here who was real young like 18 and he's like yeah if i was ordered to i'm sure i would you know there that's why remember they had that cleansing of flag officers and um high-ranking officers under the past administration obama yeah uh i remember that he fired a bunch of generals right and exactly everybody under right yeah like like they they wanted to have generals in there and and upper ranking people that would uh be willing to um fire on and confiscate weapons and destroy the American populace. And, and Obama did install a lot of those people. I, I've reported on that at length. And I also think something that they didn't really get into, um, if you if you said, yes, I will, I will do this, I think at some point, and probably when they started in instituting this, um, that you would get promoted or you would be fast-tracked or you would go into a special uh now where where else do we see that in freemasonry from what i've been told from what i've seen firsthand accounts is that when you go to become a 33rd degree freemason at the um the grand whatever poobah building in washington dc um during the ceremony you're, I think you're shown a cross, like like the cross of Jesus Christ, and you're asked to spit on it. And if you do, well, no, let's say if you don't, you're you're told, well done, good and faithful Freemason and whatever. But you're never allowed to go beyond 33 degrees. But if you do spit on it, you're allowed to go a lot further because there's a lot more ranks in freemasonry than just the 33rd degree and bill schneblin came claimed to be a 90th degree and he was in all kind of the occult and all all kind of stuff so um you know (laughs) i i think they've been parsing these people out for many many years and probably a lot of them are 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 in the high-ranking positions because they you know, from an early stage, they were they were willing to go along with the plan. Now, again, I'm not saying that to scare you or whatever. God's bigger than all of that. I understand that. But um, obviously, the vast majority of the military won't go along with these plans. The National Guard in Virginia said we won't do it. But the adjutant general was wishy-washy about it. Well, again, is the adjutant general one of those guys, that's which at some point, because I've heard a lot of stuff, when you get to general, you got to do a lot of bad stuff. I'm sorry, but I, I've I've heard that I think it was that Griggs lady, she was married to a general. Oh man, yeah. 
I'm not even going to get into it. It's not appropriate at all. But, um, yeah. Just, I'll, I'll look that up real quick. Yeah, I remember this a long time. It just popped into my mind. I think the Holy Spirit brought in my remembrance. I mean, this lady does not come off like she doesn't know exactly what she's talking about. And it's not like I don't think she's trying to sell books. She's just doing an interview. But K. Griggs, if you want to look it up, K. Griggs, K. A. Y. Griggs, G. R. I. G. G. S. Uh, this, she's being interviewed by Pastor Rick Strawcutter. And she is the wife of U.S. Marine Corps, Corps uh, Colonel George Griggs. Uh, an unedited eight-hour interview is available. Um, and this is an amazing report on the real nature of the government, the military, and the power elite. K. Griggs speaks freely about the unimagined corruption and the extent of oppressive systems of deception and, and the leadership nexus of military intelligence with secret society internationalism. Uh, so this one is, uh, ugh, gets a lot. I know she's talked a lot about sodomy with uh, the generals and to get to that. Oh man. I mean, oh, I hope to God it's not true, but boy, oh boy, evidently it's just very well known. Uh, K Griggs interview, satanic death squads. I don't, I don't even know if I've even heard this one, but. Yeah, I, I think it, it just kind of rings true with what we're, with what we're just talking about with this particular uh, subject with Marfugal, what they were talking about, and that it's not so much the ones at the bottom, the the um, you know the normal guy in the army or or the navy or the marines. It's more so the people giving the orders that have probably been fast tracked and moved up over the years and jockeyed into that position potentially by the Illuminati, okay? And again, I'm not saying all people in the military are wicked or evil. I'm not saying that at all, okay? Um, both my grandpa, grandfathers were in uh, World War II. Um, one was training to go in. One was actually in the Pacific Theater. And so I have a tremendous respect for, for the veterans. Um, this has nothing to do with that, <laughs> Okay. It's a whole other separate separate issue here. So going further here, red alert, and again, this is along the exact same lines here of what we're talking about. The Army's issued a questionnaire, and they have some questions on there that basically have to do with: Would you take guns from American citizens, and how far are you willing to go? <laughs> you believe this? Wow. Do I need to go any further? Do you think they'll ever tell us the results? I don't think so. But this gives us an opportunity here for self-defense. Whenever things that are being promoted are wrong and good people in a command structure like the military are thinking, man, I don't want to do this, but these are my commanding officers. We need to empower them right now. And if you do not share this, you're basically giving your tacit approval that this is okay. I'm going to say a couple of words to the soldiers. Number one, we respect and love you. Number two, we're standing up to a tyrannical takeover, a coup of the U.S. government, an illegal attempt to take the president out, no, take the Constitution down, destroy the Bill of Rights. Maybe they will take the president down as part of the theater, but that's his part he's playing. 
again so I, I have to interject when i when i hear that when you know trump's fighting so hard and all this other stuff yeah right three do not get caught on the wrong side of history our comrades in arms well, you need to not participate and when they tell you to go after american citizens it is our legal right to own and possess firearms under the second amendment and under the u.s military code of justice you have the right to refuse an illegal order Please exercise that duty. Three, you don't want any part of a new world order that would do this to our country. We need you to stand up to this tyranny. Now, I'm going to ask you again. This needs to be shared far and wide. Give me. And again, I would. I don't really hardly ever say that about my own broadcast. But again, I'm trying to like give you everything in one shot all condensed together with supporting pdfs all the links you can check all of it out all of it's for free so yes i would say share widely with you know whoever because there's going to come a time when jesus talked about where the night's coming when no man can work and this information is not going to be able to go out anymore. And I, I truly believe that once we get into a martial law type situation, they're going to hit that internet kill switch or they're going to implement some derivation of it. And we're not going to have access to this type of information. And then all you're really going to have to go off is your knowledge base that you've had. And again, I mean, you, I, I, um, if you ever feel compelled, you can do downloads of my audios or other people's audios. A lot of times it's the downloading options are numerous on my website for the audios i don't sell anything that's currently updated like we used to have where it was like a usb stick with all the teachings on there i had a listener doing that in australia and it just um we had a we had actually a doctrinal disagreement and um i felt like he was strong arming me into getting into his submitting to whatever he wanted me to do and he kind of had me in a position because he was making these and i refused i'm like i'm not going to be strong-armed into doing this we were making i mean we were making a tiny bit of of money donation wise from that i mean a lot of people were buying them but we weren't charging a lot and um uh so we don't we, i don't i don't have any way of doing that i couldn't do it i just don't have the time and, it, and it's a big undertaking and i do appreciate that listener for what he did because he did that for a long time um god bless him god bless him but um uh you know you can download these things but you're only going to have your own knowledge base to fall back on when things go dark and you know you're the word of god and that's why the bible talks about hiding the word of god in your heart because you might even have your bible you know taken from you and this type of stuff so um, I know a lot to take in, but we're just trying to cover as much as we can today. So let's go to the next subject. Iran uh, intends to go much farther in attacking the United States. So I want to follow up with this thing with Iran. And we're going to do that. Because <laughs> we're, we're leading to a, a point here with Iran that um, is probably going to surprise you today. Covert intelligence from inside Iran indicates that the present lack of hostilities is only uh temporary and that iran intends to go much much further in attacking the united states specifically killing thousands of u.s troops in the near future now again i'm not saying all this to to freak you out i'm just telling you what they are saying they're not satisfied with their the one volley of attacks that they 
they said against us, okay, that Trump didn't respond to. And we're going to talk about why that happened or why I think the most likely scenario is. We're going to get to that, though. We're going to build to that. Several very high-ranking military leaders in Iran feel the delay that delaying their full-scale attack only strengthens the USA, allowing Americans to transfer more troops and equipment to the region. Those military leaders understand that Iran cannot face down a fully prepared USA, and they wish to strike and inflict as much damage as possible before the Americans can gear up. Now, again, Trump, <laughs> it was very strange what Trump did, how he responded to the attack when he said, I'm going to take out 52 of your targets for like, what was it, 52 or 54, the, the Iranian hostages, if you attack us. He did not do that at all. He got real timid and was like, oh, everything's fine the next day. Now, I understand he's a pathological liar. I get that. I understand that. But what was the reason? There had to be more to it because he was like ready to go gung-ho. Like I've said many, many times, that's like the golden opportunity. They were attacking us, okay? Granted, yeah, we had killed General Soleimani. We had lured him, lured him there to the meeting by purpose, on design. He thought it was a peace meeting. I'm not saying a guy was great or perfect or some wonderful person. I mean, it's the Islamic Republic of Iran. So I'm, I'm trying to balance here. But we did lure him there, and, and we took him out there with the Predator drone, okay, and the, and the other four guys that were with him. We did that in hopes they would attack us, and they did, and then we would have a chance to attack them, and then we knew that would escalate, and then would finally bring us into World War III, which is what they've been trying to get us into for, like, 15 years at least, okay? Iran's the last domino that really kind of needs to fall. I know you could say Syria hasn't totally, but Iran's really one of the major, major pieces that needs to happen. And we're going to talk more about why I think this went on. Um... Trump has not stopped. You know, all the, when this did happen, one of the things that really hasn't been talked about, well, okay, so Trump backed off totally, right? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't retaliate. But hold on, what about all the thousands of troops that were deployed like that week? Did they immediately return back to America? No. They're all going, and again, what have I said before? This is pre-positioning of assets ahead of time. It was more excuse for him to pre-position those assets ahead of time prior to World War III, okay? Um, that accomplished that, and obviously it was like, well, well, could you blame us? I mean, they're, 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 they're firing rockets at us and doing this stuff, of course, but none of those troops were, were returned home. They're still, and again, a big part of this whole process is getting as many of our troops overseas so that when this stuff kicks off, like may start in this Monday, and I hope to God it doesn't, and again, that's why a big reason I'm doing this is to create enough awareness and prayer and fasting about it uh, to hopefully avert, but when that does happen in the eventuality where we're under martial law, that we have the least amount of troops that are loyal to the American people here on our soil because they want those troops that say, yes, I will confiscate the guns. And a lot of these millennials that are coming up are so brainwashed in the public school system and the college systems that they're, gonna, they're going to probably do that. I'm not saying all, but I would say a much higher percentage of than if you would go back 20 years ago because they think America's you know, basically the great Satan like Muslims do almost. I mean, the way that they're brainwashed in school, 
So you're going to have a higher percentage of them. They want the ones that wouldn't, I guarantee you, those are the ones that are going to primarily be deployed overseas. The ones that are taking the questionnaire, no, I wouldn't fire them. Okay, well, guess what? You get, you're going to be deployed. Now, I understand this is a theory, but it makes total sense. Makes total sense. And then, again, if they've got a whole bunch of UN troops, well, we've got underground bases, we've got embedded Chinese troops, we've got all the embedded uh, uh, foreign troops that we've talked about over and over and over again on our soil at the southern border, ready to don the UN blue hats, they're trying to stack the deck as much as they can in their favor is the point of this, which from a satanic standpoint makes perfect sense if you think about it. So going back to this report, the military thinking is that a sufficiently deadly attack slaughtering thousands, this is the Iranian military thinking, uh, sufficiently deadly attack slaughtering thousands of U.S. troops would serve to immediately demoralize the Americans into not wanting to strike back. These military leaders are being held back by the civilian counterparts, and this is causing extreme friction within the Iranian government. Intel indicates the Iranians are determined to sink one or more of the U.S. Navy vessels in or near the Strait of Hormuz. I've talked about that on numerous occasions. They're actively tracking U.S. Navy vessels in the area of the Persian Gulf and the Gulf of Oman. Uh, very substantial U.S. And I'm, again, I'm not saying this is, all, this is not all part of the theater. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you what they're putting out there. Very substantial U.S. troop numbers are being moved into the region. Far, far more than be, is being publicly revealed. Yeah, we only saw what was released to the public. But that last little thing that happened with Soleimani and then their attack on us resulted in this. Very substantial U.S. troop numbers are built, still being moved in the regions. Those are troops most likely that would be loyal to the American public when... Things get bad when martial law is imposed and they wouldn't confiscate guns. They're going to try to get as many of them overseas because they want to destroy those troops. And if they're separated by a couple continents, they're very easy to move into battle and to be conveniently destroyed. It's what can be done. That's how they would be viewed obviously and again i'm not saying all the their military higher-ups are all wicked evil people i'm talking about though the people at the top of the food chain i'm trying to i'm trying to present this how satan would be looking at this while publicly it may appear the tensions are easing behind the scenes tensions and preparations are soaring severely again i I had my my lister send me that thing of of a literally they're inside some meeting and like I don't know, like some base on Oman or something, and it's showing the new medals that they, they've rolled out for the for the coming war with Iran. Like it's a total foregone conclusion, and that was like I don't know how many six months ago at least. It's a foregone conclusion. As of today, January 9, 2020, Iran has not only prepared and fielded 16,000 missiles; they're actively readying a total of 80,000 intel. A, a, Ready in total of 80,000 missiles. Intel and military analysis conclude this is not something done when tensions are easy and this is preparation for a major battle. So they're both gearing up, is the point there. Uh, Next report. A senior Iranian military commander has promised further action against the United States a day after Tehran launched missiles at two U.S. bases housing U.S. troops in Iraq. Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, or the IRGC, Commander Abdullah Argar. 
Argagi, sorry, said the Iran, Iran would take a harsher revenge soon without specifying what this might entail. The deputy head of the IRGC described Iran's military attacks on the U.S. forces as a display of Islamic Republic's military capabilities, uh, claiming that the Americans couldn't do a DAMN thing about the strikes. Now, there are theories out there saying that what really happened, and the reason that Trump didn't strike back is because he realized that none of our 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 um, missile defense systems could shoot down any of the Iranians' missiles. And when he realized that, he got so struck with fear, that's why you saw him the next day backing off and act. Did you see him in that speech the next day? When he talked about it? He looked seriously rattled. I mean, he was breathing real heavy. He was real monotone. He was, I mean... I don't even think I've ever seen him act that way at that speech. It was very, very weird and strange, okay? And is it really because we don't have anything that can match their missiles, our missile defense systems? We, we don't have anything. They're just, they've got this Chinese whatever. May, okay, maybe that's the case. I wanted to throw that out there in case maybe that is on the off chance the truth. That didn't really resonate with me, but okay, it's out there. I've said it. Okay, let's go further. Earlier, President Hassan Rouhani said that Iran's ultimate goal is the complete removal of the U.S. from the whole region. Iran's supreme leader described the missile strike as a slap in the face for the U.S., but said the attack was not sufficient to remove the corrupting presence of America in the region. Now, the reason I'm saying all this is I'm kind of building to a point, and I'm, I'm trying to show you that Iran's not, not appeased, Okay. They, they don't really act like they're, they want to really back off. I understand there's different factions in there, and there's different factions of their, of their population, and I think a lot of the population doesn't want this at all. A lot of them are Christians. And again, to pray for them, and, and God bless them. And, I mean, God bless their citizenry. I pray to God their souls be saved. Uh, it's uh, horribly sad what's probably fixing to happen here. Another, next report. Hassan Nasrallah, the current general secretary general of the Lebanese political and paramilitary party Hezbollah, has publicly declared today to be the commencing of operations against the U.S. military to drive them from the Middle East. There's stuff going on there right now that the, the press isn't reporting. But, they, yes, they are getting much more aggressive, okay? But our American media isn't covering it. But it's out there if you search the, the um, Internet. Stating bluntly that the Iranian strike on the U.S. base in Iraq is not the end. He said, in the coming days, weeks, the U.S. must leave the region. This is a, now, these are different people regarding in Islam and regarding Hezbollah, regarding in Iran. And they're all saying the exact same thing. Okay, so, he said, it's not the end. In the coming days and weeks, U.S. must leave the region. This is an absolute decision in the resistance axis. It is a matter of time that we won't give up on, we won't forget this great crime regarding, oh, the killing of General Soleimani. He was such a wonderful, puritanical, wonderful person. Not in the coming weeks, months, or years. We're talking about a new era. Bolstering his intent to do deadly harm, Nasrallah went on to say, if U.S. forces don't leave the region in the coming weeks, they will leave and they will leave dead in coffins. This is an absolute decision of the resistance axis. That's what they call themselves, the resistance axis. Like, it's, I guess it's their own little superhero league of nations type of thing they were the resistance axis 
attacks against the U.S. military will apparently not be limited to Iraq. Nasrallah continued by saying the world will become very unsafe for Israelis and Americans, basically, as well. So we have that. Next one. This came into uh, Steve Quayle, just a comment. Um, Global call to prayer for our brothers and sisters in Iran. We need to focus on prayer on the family of God worldwide. It says, rebuke, brethren, rebuke the principalities and the powers over Persia. Yeah, Persia, meaning the Iranian area. The prince of Persia is specifically mentioned in the book of Daniel and is what resisted the angel when Daniel started his 21-day kind of partial Daniel fast, which is where we get that term from. And um, it's a principality over Persia in the Iranian area. Very powerful. So rebuke the principalities and powers over Persia. In Jesus' name, and ask God to supernaturally send his warring angels against the leadership that would bring about their country's destruction and their lives. Of the, but he's kind of saying this from the standpoint that we're puritanical, and they and God needs to just intervene regarding wicked, evil Iran. So bear, bear that in mind that we, when you look at this in totality, it's not like we're like angels over here, and and you know Iran has done. Um, all the bad and we've done all the good because again we've been trying to get into this war for well over a decade uh god raises up and tears down kings and kingdoms and we must fight and fight the fight of faith on their behalf as they are already praying for us to stand against what's coming to us um to the u.s pray that god literally grants to our brothers and sisters and their children invisibility to all the planes of evil against them yes and this is why you would want to go to my teaching or pray psalm 64 just key in psalm 64 at contendingfortruth.com you know the, hear my voice of god in my prayer hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity it's how the the actual psalm starts out and it's it's like a prayer and it covers a lot of ground and i get into that in um that teaching i did psalm 64 just key that in keyword search box it's absolutely totally life-changing and then another one, another comment that came into Steve Quayle. Um, the lies from Washington and other world capitals have been suppressing the fact that Iran already has nuclear weapons and has for some time. Now, I covered this years ago, years ago that Iran has had nuclear weapons. You know, but this whole thing about we can't let them have nuclear weapons. And I did whole studies on this. Just key in Iran nuclear weapons. I'm sure you'll find it. And the, the 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 search box on there really i mean I, I i use it all the time i'm constantly i'll get people emailing me i just checked the other day and since like 2014 i've responded to 35,000. i've sent out 35,000 different emails now not every single one of them was a um like a response to a biblical and or um health question but the majority of them are or some type of response to a listener asking me about whatever so see, that's that takes a lot of time. And uh, well, 2014, okay, responded over 35,000 emails. That's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's that's kind of a lot, you know. Particularly when a lot of times those emails are very very detailed. I'm answering numerous questions. I've got multiple attachments. I'm giving them free advice about either health and or biblical or whatever. I'm just trying to help as many people as I can. And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back, but that's a big part of the ministry. One of the main parts of the ministry that is such a uh, it it is a uh, creates a tremendous time drain, and one of the reasons why I have like just no time. So if you were, if you email me now, I, I can't even tell you that I'm I'm going to be able to respond anymore. 
Um, if you do have a question, please try to keep it short. I still get gigantic emails from a lot of people or they want to give me, and that's wonderful and it's great. I just, I just don't have the time anymore. If, if I have to do that, then I have to shut down this part of the ministry, which is the audios and the newsletters and the other stuff. So I have to prioritize and I, and I wish I could answer everybody thoroughly and, and this and that, but it's just gotten to the point where I can't do it. I'm a one man band and, um, it's going to pretty much stay that way until, you know, we can, uh, I just, it's always the way God's led me, you know, it's more, it's, it's efficient. I can't give somebody my knowledge base. There's just no way I can just delegate all the health questions and the biblical questions to somebody else. And therefore I kind of, I'm just going to keep doing this until I can't do it anymore until God just basically stops me. Um, or, you know, tells me to stop. So, um, anyway, I just threw that in there. Uh, let's see here. But he says, I wish this to state for the record that Iran already has both tactical and strategic nuclear weapons. I can say this because I was told by one of the key engineers of the project. Thus, I know it to be real scientific insider. Again, key, key that in at contendingfortruth.com. Iran, nuclear weapons, if you don't believe that. I've done studies on this years ago. So, that's something else just to know. Uh, next report, Iran plans to lure us in. Covert intelligence from inside Iran has revealed their latest brainstorm. Close the Strait of Hormuz to lure in the United States naval vessels and then sink them in the strait. Now, granted, if you start to see reports about Iran closing the Strait of Hormuz, bear in mind this may this is probably the exact reason why they're trying to do it. You have to understand, even though I do believe they're totally outgunned by us, they believe the only way they're coming awaited savior, savior, the Imam Mahdi, okay is going to come is through much much bloodshed both on the islamic side and on the infidel side so we've already done enough to to provoke them over the years and they want to get this show on the road um, not everybody obviously and that's why they're still in fighting that's why they haven't you know went crazy yet to at least to a certain extent and then again you have the whole thing about you know how much of this is just all theater coordinated between the two sides at some different levels because i'm sure that's a big factor too a lot there's a lot of moving parts with it all but um the u.s navy is no longer operating any vessels inside the persian gulf so the irgc has come up with a plan they feel to will compel the newest u.s navy to come in which is shut down all shipping into and out of the persian gulf by sealing the strait of hormuz the u.s is pledged to protect commerce in that area because upwards of 35 percent of the world's oil travels through the strait uh, if the route were sealed off by a hostile power, the economic effects on the world via instantly high, higher oil prices, perhaps $10 per gallon of gasoline would cripple most countries. Okay, so we have that. Rapid fire. Then this broke this last, I don't know, in the last 10 days here. Um, an, an Iranian man with a machete and knives has been arrested on a bridge in West Palm Beach, just north of Marlago, which is where Trump has his his um one of his palatial estates which is where jeffrey epstein um jeffrey epstein's partner and handler gazelle who worked as a mossad synagogue of satan agent when they were all really they've all they're all part of that network epstein gazelle trump they would go to marlago to recruit young girls to bring to jeffrey epstein and turn them into sex slaves okay that's well known so i've recovered that in many reports 
but remember, Trump's gonna he's gonna come and save us and bail us all out. Uh, police say the responder to Flagler Memorial Beach Bridge Friday morning. They responded to Flagler Memorial Beach Bridge Friday morning. Four reports of a suspicious person. Here's a picture of the guy. He looks totally demon-possessed with the toenails. Um, during the investigation, it was discovered that he was an Iranian national and was in possession of a machete, pickaxe, and two knives. I mean, this kind of, it's kind of, I mean, come on, really? But yeah, I mean, it's it did happen. The person also had 22000 of U.S. cash on him. But who knows, somebody like this could be sent in to whatever and, you know, used to, to like, get things going, you know? Who knows what his plans were. According to the police, Mossad Yarilil Zolea was given a notice to appear in court for the concealed weapons, he, and he had a vehicle parked at Palm Beach International Airport. Security experts... Um, who have examined the airport garages say they lack the cameras in the parking garage, meaning there's no record of this person's movements in the garage and what happened with, with, with the car in between it being dropped off and towed by the police. It means that they don't know if he met or coordinated with anyone else in the garage or how long he stayed in the car, said Tim Miller, for a former Secret Service agent. It is huge that they don't have this type of information given the seriousness of what occurred. Now, again, all over Iran, and I'm not even posting all these reports because I'm, I'm only giving you a small sampling. They're posting propaganda videos of Trump dead in a coffin and, and how Trump needs to die and he needs to be, they need to cut the snake off, the head off the snake. And I mean, there is a lot of stuff where an Iranian national that was being true to Islam might just, you know, pick up the old machete and want to go to war for Allah and, 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 and you know, go into jihad, which is holy war, and, and be a martyr for Allah. doesn't matter if he dies, he's going to go be with his, you know, what is it, 72 virgins and, and white-skinned boys. That's another thing that they, they get in paradise. They're white-skinned boys, so you always have that homo homosexual aspect and pedophilic aspect or child molestation aspect of Islam, uh, which is totally beyond evil. Uh, but, yeah, that's a part of it. I've gotten into that many times. Uh, going into this, this fits with what many have been warning in America for years. The Iranian sleeper cells are here in the United States intent on doing us harm. Yeah, I've reported on that over and over. It's beginning. Citizens in the U.S. are urged in the strongest possible terms to prepare themselves. And then here's some related reports. Illinois, Muslim, Muslim slashes tires of 19 cars at churches, explains he did it because he doesn't like Christians. Uh, comment read as jihad in america heats up suggest i suggest all churches install video monitors in their parking areas and arm their security yeah like the church in texas you know well i wish they could have taken the guy out before he killed somebody but you know he he was only actually able to kill one person before you know the armed security in the church took him out and then ilhan omar that uh, double witch that's married to her own brother because she's such a evil perverted witch muslim ilan omar congresswoman slams pro-life christians and says they're trying to impose their beliefs on society oh thank you i love to get morality lessons from satan like you <laughs> it's i just love it i mean there's no hypocrisy there whatsoever and then we have this um iran conflict and the terrorists who walk freely among us and this is from ali pack they're the ones that are that are probably the most proactive trying to get trump to seal the border and calling out trump about how he has actually created the problem at the border in a more gigantic way than obama ever hoped to 
and particularly because he made that announcement, the, the executive order 224-A, which said you can, all you have to do is say might sponsor an unaccompanied minor if you're coming over the border to the border uh, patrol, whoever picks you up, and then they let you in and they grant you citizenship. Executive order 224, section A. Okay. That's all you got to do now. He's made it. And I told you when that happened, we're going to see an explosion. And we did. We did. I think a lot of it now they're just not even reporting on. So going further, further now, um, our archives are filled with reports documenting that Iranian-backed Hezbollah terrorist group has been active on America's tattered border for many years and on our soil. We have every reason to believe that nations like Iran, North Korea, and others have already fully infiltrated the U.S. and have military assets in place here in our communities awaiting orders to attack or conduct sabotage here in America. From spreading wildfires to conducting murder, assassinations, gathering intelligence, influencing public opinion, or even one day attacking one of our nuclear power plants, America's enemies walk freely among us due to unsecured borders and unenforced immigration laws. Yeah, I couldn't, I mean, that's part of the reason, but yeah, a lot of them we've flown in though. We've, I mean, you know, fly them in and under the cover of night on UPS planes and things of this nature and then get, shunt them to the, um, to the uh, Christian groups that we talked about last week. Catholic groups, the Lutheran groups, all the ones that have this Christian veneer, so they can take them in and insert them into the Muslim community, amalgamate them and hide them, and then let them form their little sleeper cells. So, it's been going on for years. Please review our sources about Hezbollah Party of God alliances with Mexican drug and illegal alien importing cartels that, and they give you a link here. Today's breaking News is a story from Breibart entitled Border Patrol Circulates Intel Alert, Suspected Suicide Bomber in Route to U.S. There's the link to that. The guy that is in control of Alipac, William Gein, says Alipac has warned the nation for years stating if a terrorist in the world, if there's a terrorist in the world that has not already exploited America's weak borders and immigration laws, they are probably too stupid for us to worry about. Yeah. America can never be secure from enemies, um, foreign and domestic, while more than 20 million illegal aliens roam free in our nation and others stream in from across the globe. We need our borders secured and illegals sent home immediately. A country without borders is not a country. Bottom line. Okay. Let's go to the next report. Red alert. ISIS incredible revelation. The word on the street is that Iranians, Iranians, multiple Iranians are crossing the border. Want to go to the next level rumor? These Iranians that are trained by Spetsnaz on how to take down a grid. Oh, that makes me very nervous. I'm about where I live, about four and a half hours north of the border. I live northwest of metropolitan phoenix about four and a half hours grid goes down in phoenix it goes down for me we do have some ancillary preps here where we can maintain certain functions and i'm not in the city which i'm really thankful for but what i'm telling you is i believe this is a credible report paul does too or he would not have released it to me in the form he did he would have said, I'm working on something. Don't publish yet. He told me this is how it is. Border Patrol says they've been told to watch for it. Iranians blending in with border jumpers. 
We need to be concerned about this. I'm concerned about it. I know all of you are. Um, part of me says we should be bringing the troops home to guard the grid. Do you guys agree? And let me share with no. you something that I'll develop later. No, they want to keep, probably they later. Want to keep them all overseas, get as many of them over there. And again, that's a process. And that's what the more things ratchet up with Iran, the more excuse they got to ship all of our good troops overseas where they're not going to be here to defend the American homeland when things go insane. And they'll be over there as lambs to the slaughter. I hate to say that, but that's, that's from everything I've seen, that would be the plan. Now, I'm not saying, again, all their commanding officers are evil, wicked people, and that's their plan. But I'm saying the people that are at the highest levels, that would be what they would want. Today, if not today, tomorrow. Who's Iran aligned with? Russia and China. Do you know that we taught the Russians and Chinese under Obama how to take down our grid? Do you understand we did that? If you put in grid X, two words, grid X, E-X, into the search engine of the Common Sense Show, you'll come up with a series of articles I wrote over a two-year period where annually we'd have a repeat of the grid X drills, grid X-13, grid X-14, grid X-15. And we invited, not we, Obama, sounds like the nuclear uh, Iran deal, doesn't it, right, with cash? This is treason. But Obama invited our enemies to participate in the grid X drills. Now, what were the grid X drills? They were sponsored by FEMA and DHS, and they were designed to simulate a grid takedown and how the nation would respond to it. So the Chinese or the Russians could be teaching the Iranians how to do what we know the Spetsnaz are trained to do, which is take down our grid. And who do we have to thank for that? Obama. People say, Dave, you're kind of hard on Obama. Every time I turn around, you're calling him a traitor. Well, what the hell do you call it when you provide your enemy Iran with the capability of developing a nuclear weapon? And he did. And what do you call it when you minimize the defenses of Alaska? What do you call it when you allow... Dave won't call anything out that the Trump's done. That's, that's the ironic part about it. A culture to persist in Ukraine where members of your own party are profiting to arm a terrorist state like Iran. And further, what do you call it, when you invite your enemies in to show you how to take down your grid? I would call that treason, would you not? Yeah, it's time for the trial. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank so we have that. Um, I'm going to go ahead, because I really want to keep this next part uh, separate. I believe it will be the third and final part. And... Um, so I'm going to end I'm going to end this here and we will go to part 3